So good morning, everybody. Welcome to Daily Devotions. My name is Lloyd, and this morning I'll be continuing our series on the Believer's Authority, which is devoted to the idea that we have been given position and purpose and power in and through Christ Jesus, and what it means to live that out. And this week, which is week one, we are specifically looking at Christ's authority. That's a great place to start when it comes to a conversation on the Believer's Authority, right? Looking at the origin of our authority, which is Christ Jesus himself. And in case you missed uh, yesterday's message from Pastor Israel, he really set the context for us so well. Um, and one of the points that he mentioned, which I want to just touch on again this morning, uh, is that scripture is very clear that all authority has been given to Christ the Son, which means that the enemy has none. It means that there is no authority left to give him because Christ has been given all authority. And so for us as believers, we should live more in the zone of what we have received in Christ than in the zone of worrying about what the enemy lies about having. We should live more in the zone about what we in, in the zone of what we have received in Christ more than in the zone of worrying about what the enemy lies about having. We know that he's the father of lies and so all he's trying to do is manipulate the truth in leading us into believing that he holds a higher position than what he actually does. And so in the context of week one, looking at Christ's authority, it's, it's good to clear the air and make that distinction, that, that uh, uh, distinction up front and declare confidently that there is no higher name than the name of Jesus. All authority is his. And I think that's a, a powerful statement just to, just to make as we begin this conversation. And so as a result, Christ has all authority. He has the power to will and to do as he pleases. He's God. And this morning, then, I want to look at John 17, verses 1 to 3, where we read about the extent of the authority that Jesus has and what he chose to do with it, and then what that produces in us as his followers. So let's look at this key passage of Scripture from John chapter 17 before sharing one or two thoughts with you. And just, again, the context of this verse is that Jesus is about to be crucified. He's about to go to the cross. He's having the last supper with his disciples, and he begins teaching them on a variety of different topics, and then he starts praying for them, for other believers, and then he starts praying for himself in this chapter, chapter 17. And here's where we read these, these following words. Uh, when Jesus had spoken these words, he lifted up his eyes to heaven and said, Father, the hour has come. Glorify your Son, that your Son may glorify you. Since you have given him authority over all flesh or over all people, to give eternal life to all, you, to, to all whom you have given him. And this is eternal life, that they know you, the only true God, and Jesus Christ whom you have sent. I want to just focus on that verse 2 where it says, Since you have given him authority over all flesh, to give eternal life to all whom you have given him. That's such a powerful verse. And whenever we think of authority and people throughout human history who have had authority and, and exercised their authority, it becomes very clear that with great authority comes great responsibility, doesn't it? In that when you have authority, there's a responsibility attached to it uh, that you have to choose to use it for the right purpose. We have to do well with the authority that we have received. You can either use it for good, to the benefit of other people, or it can be used badly to the detriment of other people. And just consider for a moment the various uh, human figures throughout history who have used their authority to positively influence others and even change the course of societies. And then, of course, others who have usurped their authority over other people and sought to control and destroy for their own gain and, and well-being. Uh, and in the scripture, we have the written truth that there is a heavenly authority that rises above all other human authorities. 
and that this person, Christ Jesus, with that authority, chose to give. For it says that Jesus has authority over all people to give eternal life to all whom the Father has given him. That's a really powerful scripture. This authority, the one found in Jesus Christ, carries the ultimate weight. Human beings and earthly leaders, they have a measure of influence that they could extend by using their authority. But Christ, he holds eternal authority in his hands and in his name. And he chose to give from his position of power. Man, that should be some comfort that we can receive right there in and of itself. That while we may be subjected to human authority for a period of time here on earth, we don't, you know, who does, we don't always seem to do what's best for the common good. We can remind ourselves that we have on our side the one who carries eternal authority in his name. Who governs and rules the whole universe in his sovereignty. Not just for now, but for eternity. And he is merciful. This is the Jesus that we worship. And you see, when we live as followers of Jesus, we live as citizens of a kingdom here on earth and as citizens of a kingdom in heaven. And this Jesus, our king, who we worship, he is the authority in his name to guide and direct every star in the universe and every human heart here on earth. And this is our our redeemer. This is our savior. This is the one that the scriptures point towards as having ultimate authority. This is our Jesus. And surely then, when we experience times of frustration and disappointment and anger even, like we are currently experiencing now in our country, we can refresh our perspective and just remember this truth that we have the one who holds eternity in his hands on our side. And he is fulfilling his word. He is faithful to fulfill that which he has spoken over us. This should keep us joyful, motivated, focused and steadfast when trials come because we know that our lives are ultimately in his hands. We are ultimately citizens of heaven. And this is the power of that comfort and the beauty of our Lord and Savior, that, that you know, he is the perfect role model who showed us what true leadership looks like. This is, this is the power that with all that authority in heaven and on earth belonging to him, he chose to lay down his life so that we might be saved. What an incredible example of what it means to use the authority that you have been given to love others. Christ Jesus gave. He gave of himself. He chose to give us the free gift of eternal life. The king who held authority over all people, the one who can choose and will as he pleases, who holds the very breath that we breathe, chose to give himself so that we might be found. This should inspire tremendous confidence in us. This is what the understanding and the reality of knowing the authority that Christ and what he chose to do with it, this is what it should produce in us. It should produce confidence in us that we have a Savior who sought to lay down his life so that we could find ours. Ephesians 3 uh, verses 11 to 12 says, This was according to the eternal purpose that he had realized in Christ Jesus our Lord, in whom we have boldness and access with confidence through faith in him. Friends, we have access to Jesus who holds all authority and we can approach him with confidence because we know he is merciful, he is kind. He chose to use his authority to lay down his life, to give and to serve others. And friends, here's a question for us to consider this morning as we close. You know, you may be in business, you may be running a small company uh, or leading a team of people somewhere or leading a family at home or even just having friends and colleagues that you have influence over And the question is this morning, based on that example we have in Christ Jesus, what will you do with the authority that you have? What example will you leave for others to show what true godly authority in Christ Jesus looks like? 
For we know the scriptures, which we'll be unpacking throughout the series, that tell us that we have the same spirit that raised Jesus Christ from the dead, dwelling on the inside of us. So let's ensure that we have the right perspective, an eternal perspective, and remember the great responsibility we have as kingdom citizens, citizens of heaven, to use our authority in Jesus to bring him glory and fulfill his heavenly purposes and not just our own. So I hope that encourages you this morning. Let's take a moment and pray together as we head on up with the rest of our Tuesday. Father, thank you so much that you are a merciful king. Thank you, Jesus, that you chose to lay down your life so that we could find ours. You, although holding all authority in heaven and on earth, chose to surrender, to lay yourself down, Father, to submit in a way so that we could find life and life in all its fullness in you. Thank you, Jesus, that you are the perfect example of what it means to serve others. And thank you also, Lord, that we know that you are on our side. And from that position, from that, from that reality, Father, may we also step out and serve others using the authority that you've given us in your name. Jesus, may we be good kingdom citizens, citizens of heaven this week, as we seek to reconcile others back to you. For you've given us the ministry of reconciliation. And we just honor you so much for the wonderful privilege, Father, of standing chosen by you, accepted, loved, forgiven, set free. And we pray that we would move forward this week from that place. And thank you that as we do that, Father, in your name, we will see miraculous things happen. For as we've just read, Father, there is no other name, there is no higher name than the name of Jesus Christ, our Lord and Savior. So we commit ourselves to you, we commit our nation to you, and we commit this week to you, Father. And we pray that we would move indeed from glory to glory in your name. And it's in your wonderful name that we pray. Amen. Amen. Thank you so much, Father's House family, for joining us. Enjoy the rest of your Valentine's Day, and we'll see you again tomorrow morning for daily devotions. God bless.